Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Lord, as we come into your presence. We thank you that you call us by name. We thank you that you do not turn us away. Despite all our weakness, our failures, our shortcomings, despite all our disobedience, despite the times we have rebelled against you as well, Lord. Your love for us is unchangeable. The love of a father. There is nothing we can do that will change that love for us. But all we ask is for the grace, Lord, to love like you love. That as we study your word and as we come closer to you, as we build our relationship with you, we understand you more, we know you more. And we take on that image and likeness that you want to see us in. That you created us for the first time in before we allowed ourselves to be corrupted. That image that Jesus demonstrated in his life. And that is why Galatians 2.20 is so important for us. But that is what you predestined for us to be in your kingdom. And we thank you, Father, that you continue to pour your peace, your joy, your love over us. Every single day, you renew your mercy for us. You renew your grace for us as well. That every time we fall and we call on your name, you are ever there to pull us up. For you are present in us through your spirit. That same peace and joy, Lord, this day we want to share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. And we share it with all those that are beneficiaries of any prayer request made on this group. With all those that are Christians and do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. That their eyes be opened to see the truth, to see your light, to see your glory. Let every veil in between be torn, every mountain be cut down. That the truth, when it is revealed to them, sets them free. And they are able to see what they were predestined for as clear as noonday. As we make our prayer this day, Lord, we call on your name. The name of the one who is the great I am, who is ever faithful, who inhabits eternity. The high and lofty one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims. The one who is seated above the mercy seat. And every time we seek him with all our heart, we can find him there. And he wants to draw us in and draw us near. The Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The king of kings. The one who taught us faith and is ever faithful. The one who leads us in the day of battle so that we might not be left alone, vulnerable and afraid. But we have in him, not only our king, but our advocate that pleads our case as well. So that when we have to stand in that court of law to be judged. It is his blood that speaks for us. 
is the sheep gate and the door, the way and the truth. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, through whom he conducted his successful ministry. It was the strength of the spirit, the spirit of the living God, the breath of the father, the one who played that important role in executing the will of the father in creation. That same creator who now lives within us has made his tabernacle within us and gives life to our spirit. So that we, when we like the father speak the word with the word in our heart as a seed, he moves again and creation can take place in every situation. We thank you, Father, that you reveal to us the truth in your word. You reveal to us your principles. You reveal to us your promises, your prophecies. So that knowing what you have written for us and understanding how to use the mechanisms, the ordinances, the principles that you have given us, we are able to achieve the abundance that you have planned for us through the thoughts that you think towards us. And we are able to stand and walk with you in the light, in the shade of the trees, and in the dominion that you have set for us in your kingdom, where you said in Ephesians 2 verse 6, you have seated us with Christ Jesus in his seat in the heavenly places. That is high above all principalities, all powers. That is your vision for us. That is what you predestined for us. And when we can take on his image and his likeness and be that perfect Adam that you love so much, then we are able to stand in the position that you have planned for us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word. You have blessed us with the gift of your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of angels and destiny helpers. It was always your plan that we should be stewards and not workers. We should be managers. We should be people that represent and manage you under your government. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the opportunity to pray. So that being ambassadors for your kingdom, we can use that legal instrument that you have given us to involve your government, your presence, and all the resource that you make available through that government for us. In every situation where we, while standing as your ambassadors, feel challenged. And we shall reflect a little more on that being that ambassador today. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends. You have blessed us with people that represent your love. Unconditionally in our lives. We thank you, Lord. And as we get into today's reflection, just touching back on what we've done in the last few days, the journey that we have taken, we've reflected on purpose in our life. We've reflected on the plan, that we should have a plan. 
and that you are chosen and God cares about you and you fulfilling that purpose in accordance with the plan that he has and the plan that you make that he gives direction to the purpose that was predestined for you. And today I'd like to reflect on our part in that journey. Everyone that is a saved Christian has a part to fulfill in the kingdom. God declares us every single saved Christian as his ambassadors. works to be done for the kingdom. And in order to carry out his works, he chooses to use imperfect vessels or broken people. Some even with terrible histories from the past to fulfill his kingdom purposes. He did not, none of the prophets that he chose were highly qualified or great speakers. Moses was a stammerer, David was a murderer and adulterer, Jonah ran away, Jeremiah gave excuses, so did Moses as well. The disciples were ordinary, uneducated fishermen. Paul was a zealot determined to kill every Christian. And yet God chose them in all their weakness, in all their vulnerabilities, in all their imperfections, with all their lack of skills, and most importantly, in all their sinfulness. To carry out the purposes of the kingdom. He chooses the least likely. When Samuel had to anoint the future king of Israel and was sent to Jesse's house to pick one of his sons, it was the least likely, David, the one that tended to the sheep in the fields. That is the one that God chose. Even though the others were well endowed, looked smarter and more handsome, now, why does he do this? Today, I'd just like to touch on four quick reasons. The first one being, and the most important one, is that they are relatable. They are everyday people. People connect with and identify with their struggles quicker because they are everyday people. There is no difference between us and them. Even the pastors and the preachers, the healers of today that you see so commonly teaching on the word and conducting signs and wonders on God's behalf. Most of them will have histories of ordinary men. We find it hard to relate to perfection, but it is easier to connect with someone who is like us. If they were to be perfect, most of us would say, I cannot be like them. But when they are ordinary people, then it sounds familiar. If they can do it, so can we. And that's exactly what God is saying to each of us today. The second one is their need for a savior. 
because they are ordinary and simple they understand that they cannot meet that need so they have to depend on him if they were able to do everything on their own then pride would be the first thing that could set in but at the same time they would not have any connection with god because they are independent the third one is they cannot boast so that they cannot boast if they were to be able to do it on their own there is no need for a savior there is no need for a connection with god that pride will lead them to boasting for of their own works and many of us still do that they must depend on faith and grace that is what god is looking for a person that is dependent person that is broken person that is willing to empty of themselves out so that he can say it is no longer i but that christ who lives in me it is he who conducts all of this if we knew it all then we could fix it all and take credit for it but he wants us to depend on him so that we remain vessels we don't act like we are the source we don't act like we are the content of the vessel all that we are is carriers of that content carriers of that glory and number 4 is they have no special qualification he chooses people who are unqualified by the world's standards so that he can train and qualify them had they or were they to be qualified he would have to contend with the knowledge and the biases already in the person to remove that knowledge first so that he can put his own knowledge in there and some of us still do contend with that i am testimony to this myself we need to empty ourselves first but when we are emptied then we can be that submitted that surrendered vessel for him to pour all of himself into it so that when we carry his glory and it is no longer our glory that we focus on then you start to see the wonders of his kingdom through these lives so even though as we saw yesterday we are predestined he lets us steer away from our path till we realize and call on him and then he organizes a detour to bring us back on course making that challenging time of our detour into our testimony all the hardships that we had to endure through that detour until we came to our senses and we called on his name and then how he steered us out of it it is that journey there that becomes our testimony and the greater the detour the stronger the testimony but more importantly it is that testimony that on one hand builds our faith and our conviction and on the other hand it inspires others as well in ephesians 2 verse 10 it says we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works that workmanship refers to the vessel that is being created when we are saved 
the mindset that is renewed to be one of a kingdom mindset, to bless others, to not just think of ourselves, to rise above and to facilitate other people's salvations, to carry the gospel. And it says, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand. That's what we talk about where he said you are predestined and so that we should walk in them. But as 2 Corinthians 4 verse 7 says, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. Jars of clay are the ordinary people, everyday people, not jars of gold or silver. That treasure of his surpassing power stored in these jars, not owned by them, just stored in them. And that surpassing power belongs to him. That's what this verse is trying to say. And it can be stored in any jar of clay that he chooses. And so what about Jesus? He demonstrated it as well. 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9 says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich when the divine exchange takes place. He became an ordinary carpenter's son to show that God does not go by status, qualification, skills, political position, or looks. In fact, he chooses those that don't have any of these to be his messengers. He chooses imperfect, ordinary vessels, and those can be you and me. It is up to us to open our hearts to receive from him the instruction, the direction, and to understand that just being saved is not our destination. When he says, I give you the keys to the kingdom, he expects us to bring others in as well. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we understand our purpose, your plan for us, what we are predestined to achieve and the journey that you want us to go through. Not alone, but carrying others along, acting as that vessel, that facilitator on your behalf, representing you and your kingdom. So that when Jesus said, go therefore under his authority in Matthew 28, 20, go therefore and make disciples of men, that was his instruction for us. That was his order of the king given to us. Go therefore. We ask for that understanding and that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and friends, and every request that has been mentioned on our prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures today. For all families that are embattled, that are battling separation, division, 
for all those that are yoked under any kind of stronghold. For all those that are battling prayerlessness, powerlessness because of busyness in their lives. Those that are battling financial challenges, poverty. Those that are stuck with joblessness and can't seem to land a job. We pray for all those that are victims of any kind of discrimination that are also victims of sorcery divination. We cover them by your precious blood of Jesus. Lord, every single one of these as also the ones that we are praying for in our personal prayer. Our own family and friend circle, our members in our home, in our circles that are not yet saved. We also cover every member of every family of this Brisbane prayer group by your precious blood, Lord, so that they come under your advocacy, so that when we stand in the day of judgment, it is your blood that speaks. We raise our own personal intentions as well, Lord. And we put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. The intentions that we have raised in accordance with your will. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We activate that angelic protection, that angelic activity over each of these lives. So that when we speak, knowing that we speak as the voice of the word seated with him in his throne, then they do the bidding of that voice when it aligns with his word. They are assigned to us to serve us. When we recognize that and we utilize that service, we are able to achieve all that the word says we can achieve. Father, I thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. When we connect with you in our spirit and we make our prayer in faith, you move. It is you who change the seasons and the times. It is you who answer that prayer. It is you who bring down a revelation from the mind of the Father, the Holy Spirit. We join our spirit with yours to be one as we make this our prayer in the spirit. Knowing that you pray with us, you intercede for us. So we make this our prayer of agreement with you and with each of us here gathered in spirit in this prayer. So thank you, Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Curas catabrai angela rasoran Sandia 
Words spoken to me this morning. You are my people. I have created you in my own image and likeness. You are mine. The scripture I've been given is from Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a few scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Romans 6, verses 12 and 13, where it is written, Therefore, 
do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness but rather offer yourselves to god as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness the second one is from 2 corinthians 12 verse 9 quoted from the niv where it is written but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore i will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that christ's power may rest on me and we have a third one that is quoted from isaiah 40 verse 31 again from the niv which says but those who hope in the lord will renew their strength they will soar on wings like eagles they will run and not grow weary they will walk and not be faint amen thank you jesus and just a reminder about this week's this friday's bible study session as well the topic is a continuation a second part of our uh, topic from last friday on principles of spiritual protection we will learn that every christian has to be under appropriate spiritual authority we have seen a part of that last friday and that will continue that powerful revelation that when we receive and are able to walk in it and that is which brings spiritual protection we will also learn the three uncompromising demands of god that apply to all christians we shall share links for people to join on zoom and on youtube live on our telegram group along with timings for various uh, time zones around the world please share that message on your social media channels on other chat programs that you use and invite your friends and family to come and partake receive of that presence of god and let his word transform their lives and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us and overtakes us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory be blessed and have a wonderful day everyone thank, thank you, you rasul god bless everyone everyone thank you rasul